Hello, hello, beloved. Welcome to Walking in Wisdom podcast. My name is Jenny G, and you're listening to the everyday life of a Black girl navigating faith, love, business, and holistic wealth with wisdom. My heart is that every episode, you leave feeling a little bit better, a little bit stronger, and a whole lot wiser. This episode is a reflection episode. One of my favorite creatives on these internet streets posted a video called Be Your Favorite Self. And in reflecting about this video, I realized that so many of us don't like ourselves. And I wanted to take some time to talk about how do you get there? How do you get there, get to the space where you like yourself, where you are no longer editing yourself, where you are taking the time, the opportunity to show up in spaces as your most authentic self. So let's talk about it. Let's start off first with our proverb slash saying of the day. And the saying of the day today is, you are allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. I appreciate this saying so much because one thing that I've been working on this past year, 2020, definitely, was recognizing that stillness or things that are in progress aren't bad because we are we live in a time where the finished product is the product that you just highlight the most most people don't highlight the progress the in between the <laughs> the 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 parts that is not necessarily instagrammable right so We love to document the beginning of a journey, and we don't oftentimes document the process to get to the end. And I appreciate this because as long as you have breath in your lungs, you are not at the finish point. You are a progress. And yet this saying, this this quote reminds us, reminds me that You can be both. You can be both a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. And I looked up the masterpiece definition just for fun. And the definition is a work of outstanding artistry, skill, or workmanship. One of my favorite Bible verses is found in Psalm 139. It's honestly, Psalm 139 is just amazing in itself. And what I love about it is it says in the in that in that psalm that we are God's work workmanship. And when you look up the word workmanship in the original language, it also captures this idea of being God's poem. So I just love that. I think if you need to know who you are, it's 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 amazing to think that 
the Lord, the one who created the sunsets, the sunrise, the waterfalls, the stars that just canvases the night, thinks that you are a poem. And to wrap up this section, we're going to do the question of the day, which is what's become more important to you recently than ever before? So for me, the thing that's become more important to me recently than ever before is living in my most authentic self in every area of my life. I found that I have been in a place where I operate as a chameleon, where I shift depending on the environment that I'm in. Most of the time, it's just to create a level of safety for others or this idea of safety for others where they, where I'm taking into their consider, into consideration their comfort above how I show up in that space. So it's been something that definitely within this year, uh, I've just made a decision to just show up as my authentic self, as a woman of faith, as a Black woman, as a internal processor, as a introverted extrovert, because there's a beauty of showing up as your most authentic self because you don't have to wonder. Well, I don't have to wonder <laughs> um, whether or not I have to keep a facade up in 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 different environments. So I hope this was reflective for you. And I, I want you to take the time to answer this question for yourself. What's become more important to you recently than ever before? Now, let's get into this episode for context and framing. One of my favorite creatives on this on these Internet streets, Joseph Solomon, created this YouTube video called Be Your Favorite Self. And it was a reflection after he received some backlash from a photo that he posted on his Instagram, where he is wearing some of his favorite things. He is sitting in a chair. The photo is just, it, it was, I thought it was a cool photo because he just looked comfortable in his self and in, in himself. And some people didn't like that. Some people were like, oh, you look awkward. And again, for more context, he's like, six feet and above black man. He is a believer. He is a creative. He is a storyteller. And when I first started following him eight to nine years ago, he was creating content under his YouTube video specifically called Chase God TV. In his content, he was breaking down scriptures, breaking down different word from the Lord. And he is and that's when I started following him. And now in 2021, his content looks a little bit different because he's spending more time, you know, sharing covers of music and just embracing a different area of his life. Because let's be honest, being a believer with influence in 2021 is 
a lot because some people just don't have any sense of decency when it comes to unsolicited advice and opinion. And people have this idea that when you are sharing yourself, when you are being transparent, that it gives people license to just say or you know, share just anything that comes out of their mouth. And let me tell you this now, that is just not okay. Sometimes you could just filter that with the Lord. You could take the time to just pause and reflect on whether or not this is loving, whether or not this is kind, whether or not you have access to this person in real life. I just feel like if you don't have access to this person in real life, they're just there's just some some, um, what's the word? Some feedback, constructive feedback that is just not helpful. Okay. So that was the framing and it, it, it had me thinking about how often we show up as edited versions of ourselves, how we, dim ourselves to make others comfortable, how we often get so consumed by what other people think that we don't pause and reflect and really make space to decide how do we feel about something? What do we want to show up? What do we want to share in this space? So this episode is really just a reflection of that. I want to start off first with an anchor scripture because I just felt like this episode needed an anchor scripture. And our anchor scripture for today is found in Matthew 22, verse 38 and 39, where Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And just again for framing, this scripture that Jesus shares in Matthew is honestly an OD to an Old Testament scripture found in Deuteronomy 6 verse 5, where the word says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul, and with all your strength. What's really dope about this is Jesus, if you if you were with Jesus during that time period, you would know that he was referencing Deuteronomy 6 verse 5. And what he does in, in Matthew is he says, loving your loving God with all of your heart, with all of your soul and with all of your mind is the utmost priority. And I'm a, I'm gonna give you guys a little bit extra because some of you guys believe that you are loving God with all of your heart, with all of your soul and with all of your mind, but you're mean, you're unkind. And the, the second is this, you have to love your neighbor as yourself. We're not going to talk about the loving your neighbor portion. We're really going to focus loving yourself because this scripture was really important to me years ago as I was trying to figure out how to navigate life (laughs) as a believer when there's so many different things that you find yourself in opposition of. And I was just having a hard time 
And someone, when I was doing a word study on this scripture, I realized that there's, uh, I'll, I'll use the word hierarchy. I don't know if that's the, the word that I really want to use. The hierarchy in this is love God, love yourself, and love your neighbors. If you look, pay attention to the structure of the scripture, it says love God, right? Love your neighbor as yourself. If you don't love yourself, you won't be able to love your neighbor well. And this is so paramount. I think there are so many people that don't love themselves that it shows up on these social streets as just mean girl attitude, as a lot of passive aggressive behavior. So I wanted to share in this episode um, four things that I believe is necessary in order to become your favorite self, which is the unedited version of yourself, right? So let's start off first with you have to be authentic because being yourself is so much better than being a copy. An original will always be much better than a copy. And what does it look like to be your most authentic self? I'm going to share a, I don't think it's an unpopular opinion. One of, one of my closest friends, my sisters, uh, we talk about this all the time. And I think a lot of us have a twisted understanding of authenticity. Authenticity is not about hemorrhaging on these social streets to show that you are human. I see a lot of people using their Facebook, their social media, and that's celebrities and, and, and influencers to the just normal people using their, their platforms, their, their social media pages as journals, as diaries, <laughs> instead of making, using it as a, an opportunity to document different things of your in your life. What do I call hemorrhaging? I call hemorrhaging when you are going through it, right? The things that you, you would share with your inner circle, friends who will cover you, and you share that on, on Facebook or Instagram in, in order to get sympathy or just someone to hear you out. And what ends up happening is that a lot of people comment and not many people offer assistance, true assistance. Hemorrhaging just looks like you are bleeding out on these social pages instead of turning in into your community, into your intimate friend group to get true help and true support. So authenticity is not about just, for me, hemorrhaging on these, these platforms. Transparency and hemorrhaging is different. Transparency is being real. And you can be real without exposing every area of your life. So I guess the takeaway from this section is just heal first, right? If you are trying to share things that still trigger you 
on social platforms, you're not going to do well, (laughs) right? Becoming your favorite self is becoming someone who is intentional about healing, right? So be, heal first, be the work in progress in, in the healing, share things as you, after you've sat with them for a little bit. Another point in how to become your favorite self, right? The unedited version is that's gonna, it's gonna require accountability. It's easy to put a front, a facade when you're not close to anyone. And the word accountability means an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's action. I found that I am challenged to be my favorite self, to be my most unedited version of myself because I have real accountability. I have people who know me who are going to call me out on my stuff saying, yeah, I don't agree, right? Because when when you know somebody for real, for real, and you see certain contents that they post and you're like, that's not you, that's not real life. And you actually have people in your life that's going to say, girl, you know, that wasn't you. Stop playing, right? <laughs> that's important because real friendship helps you to be the real you on 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 and in every area of your life becoming your favorite self becoming your your unedited version of of yourself is necessary and it requires boundaries Ooh, i think i'm going to have to do a whole episode in itself about boundaries because I love me a good boundary. I love letting people know what my boundaries are because boundaries tell people, show people how to love you well. When, and a lot of people don't know how to establish boundaries and keep them. So, so they end up getting burned out. They get that they end up getting frustrated or feeling taken advantage of because People, when you don't have boundaries, people who like to take advantage of others love you, okay? Love you. (laughs) And um, I really want to say that, like, to live your, to stop editing yourself for the comfort of others, you have to establish boundaries. You have to establish this is not what I'm going to receive in my circle and in my life. And then last and not least, becoming your favorite self, learning to love yourself well requires grace and kindness. And what I mean by grace and kindness is, sis, friend, stop looking in the mirror and ripping yourself apart. It is not good for you. (laughs) It's not... And stop, I know I don't want to tell grown folks what to do. These are strong recommendations that I'm sharing with you guys. You need grace and kindness towards yourself. And I can always tell the people who don't love themselves well by the way that they treat others. 
because the way you speak, the way you think about yourself, you can put up a, a facade for only so long until it shows up when you're dealing with other people. Because when stress and situations arise, when really tense moment arise, the language, because you're with yourself the most, right? You spend time with yourself the most. So if you practice hurtful language, when you are in a tense situation, hurtful language is what's going to come out of you. So I think that it is really important that we show up as people who are kind to themselves, who show grace towards themselves, who see themselves as work in progress and masterpiece. I am so grateful that the identity that God has shared with me is that I am his masterpiece. You don't critique God's masterpiece just willy-nilly, just just real casual, just real aggressive. <laughs> because because it matters. It does. And when I was reflecting on um Joseph Solomon's be your favorite self is the one of the points that he made is taking the time to just wear things that you love just because without making other people's opinion, what they're going to say about it, a priority. And that goes in every area of your life. Now, as a money coach, as a person that loves numbers, I want to tie this or I want to try to tie most episode to, to the holistic wealth piece. And why does becoming your favorite self, the unedited version of yourself matter when it comes to your finances? You guys will hear me say this several times. You don't have money issues. You have heart issues that show up in your money. When you are putting on a facade, when you are showing up as the edited version of yourself, you are more concerned about impressing others than you are about living a life that is true to you. Impressing others, y'all, costs money. Impressing others and hoping that they have this perspective of you costs money. This is why the phrase keeping up with the Jones is still a thing because there's this idea in our head that we want to impress one another. And there's a psychology behind that because the psychology of it is when you are light, right? When you are seen as valuable by people, there is safety. That's that's just the psychology of it. And in this day and age, we need to understand that showing as showing up as your most authentic self is the best gift that you can give to the world because when you show up as your most authentic self 
you people will get to make a decision on whether or not they want to be part of your life. And y'all, it is so amazing when you can clearly define your people, the people who are riding with you in and out of season through valleys and mountaintops, instead of wondering and waiting until the shoe drops, because these individuals that like the facade version of you all of a sudden disappears when things get hard. So ultimately, the main takeaways that I want you to have from this episode is stop editing yourself, friend. You deserve to show up as the most authentic version of you. And to do that, you, you, it requires authenticity. It requires grace and kindness. It requires boundaries. And it requires accountability. Now, I hope that you join me in a challenge of living your most just full, (laughs) unedited version in the second half of this year. Are you down? I hope this episode left you feeling a little bit better, a little bit stronger, and a whole lot wiser. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the Walking in Wisdom podcast. Check us out on Instagram at at Walking in Wisdom podcast. If you love the show, please leave us a rating on iTunes so that we can continue to bring you episodes that you love. And if you really, really love it, please share it out with one or two of your friends. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so that I can continue to bring you content that helps you on your journey of growth. See you next time.